Thought Bubble Audio. podcast where we talk about books intellectually and stuff. Today's book is sold by Patricia McCormick, and today's guest is Scott. How are you today, Scott? Well, who else would it be? I mean, honestly, when you say, and our guest today, well, of course it's me. It's, well, haven't we established this already? I am the guest host. You are the guest host. I'm, I could have other guest hosts come on. It's you just could, like, but you don't, apparently, so get on that. I mean, I could, I mean, my wife and I just read the same book. I could have her on. You know, well, get she, Mary she's on. That would, she's, she's an excellent delightful. podcaster. Well, I should say just read. I read it over the summer, and she finished it a couple weeks ago. So it's it'll um, it'll be it'll not be so fresh in my brain at this point. But who's to say what will happen? But anyway, Scott, thank you for thank you for coming on and being a great human being. We're here to talk about the depravity of humanity in sold by Patricia McCormick, which is about a girl from Nepal who is sold by her uncle into uh, the child prostitution world, the sex trafficking world. Well, actually it's her stepfather that was even, which even makes it more disgusting and depraved and, it's true. It is terrible. People are terrible, Tim. People are terrible. People are terrible, except for some of the people who are not terrible in this book. They are, few and far between but um this was an assignment sort of that i gave you because i think you had asked for a book to read and i said you should read this and you did so what did what did you think about it i was amazed that a book could make me literally the course of one evening because this is a super fast read i think i read in like two days because you can Uh, i i a book would make me feel in the course of two hours feel like i want to throw up throw it against the wall and grit my teeth in suspense all within a two-hour period because mm-hmm. that's what happened when reading this book. Yep. Because I, I know what's going to happen to the main character because the book kind of tells you what's going to happen. Then I am physically ill about what happens. And then then as I see the situation seemingly get worse, I just wanted to throw the book across the room because I am angry because I do realize that this is a real thing that happens and that just angers and disgusts me all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a... Your visceral react, your visceral reaction, I think, is spot on. That's why I love this book. I think that it's informative, and um, it's kind of epic in its tininess and sweeping and um, emotionally distressing and everything that you kind of look for in a book. But I think it's mostly, I mean, in some books, not all books, but um, I don't need all my books to be emotionally distressing. But I, I think that. Because it's it's not a true story, but there's so there was so much research done uh, in this book that it, it feels very authentic and real, uh, and I think that's what's troubling is that you know that it's happening, not that it happens to this particular girl Lakshmi, but there are a lot of Lakshmi, there are thousands of Lakshmi's in the world, and and that's what makes it so incredibly troubling. What got me was I felt like I know that this didn't happen to one particular person, but I also get the sense that every disturbing thing that is described in this book 
has happened to someone and happened to someone who was interviewed by Patricia McCormick when she did her research because it tells you in the back of the book that she went to a Indian a Calcutta red light district and interviewed uh, both current sex workers and sex workers who had been rescued from the sex trade and so I just I just read the book thinking every time they said something this has actually happened to someone. It's just been amalgamated into one girl's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's right. So each each of these vignettes uh, that she kind of writes in because she writes as Lakshmi, which also gives you I think it's a brilliant point of entry because it, it allows the audience to um, be ignorant because Lakshmi is ignorant of what is happening to her. And so you discover things as Lakshmi does, but not because the narrator is telling you or omniscient narrator is telling you, but because Lakshmi herself is telling you. And that I think is, that's pretty powerful. Uh, Well, and also the style of, of writing that's written almost in verse. And I don't mean that it like rhymes or anything, but I just, but the lines are short the language it's 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 got that poetic quality where there's an economy of words mm-hmm. the, the 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 prose is sparse and simple and to the point that reflects uh Lashmi's naivete but then also her beautiful simplicity of this is all she needs to understand because this is what her life is supposed to be until she gets sold into this, you know, you know, Calcutta sex trade and shipped across borders and all the terrible, awful things that happened to her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great that's a really great way of uh, that's a really great way of putting it. Uh, I think it's the book is enrapturing in a way that I don't find most books, Um, you know, like a lot of times you can you're almost like a passive like. Uh, a passive observer you're you kind of finishing up well that was that was something but there's depth beyond the plot uh and it well into the subtext and the narrative and a lot of that has to do with the the style the syntax you're talking about the you know the the verse and uh i'm trying to it's hard to pinpoint exactly what the style is because it's almost like free verse in a way mm-hmm. yes very very much so because the the lines are not it's written in lines. It's written in verse. It's not written like sentences in a paragraph. So, and then the ends of lines help break up. Like it gives you a rhythm to read it in, which makes it lyrical and very, and also makes it a very quick read. You know, I've read other books in verse. You know, I particularly thinking of like Jacqueline Woodson's Brown Girl Dreaming that ha- that had that has that sort of that that pace and that rhythm and the way that the words are broken up that affects the the way you read it and then it also affects the emotional impact that what you're reading has on you as a reader. Mm-hmm. So this book is deceptively simple because it it's it's one of those books that sometimes people don't understand is that it's on a lower quote reading level meaning the words are simple the there there's not a lot of it the word counts down but the content is so mature and heavy that it can – you want to be careful who you give this book to because it looks like, oh, this is a breezy, easy read. But it it disguises the heaviness of the content. Yeah, exactly right. You know what I also think is 
what I think is spot on here is that the content may be the content may be heavy, um, but it's not descriptive. And so, thank goodness. So it's a it's a so it's emotionally heavy, but it is not um, graphic. Graphic. Yeah, I guess it's not graphically descriptive in a way that turns your stomach so much because your stomach will turn because of the situation but not because of the way that Lakshmi or Patricia McCormick describes it to you yes you you you're just going to have a very strong empathetic response Mm -hmm. it it's it's like in a horror movie that works on the suspense and the silence and the lack of detail, like you don't see the monster, and it's not about you know slasher films with blood and gore. I mean, that's the best way. Like you're almost create, you're almost torturing yourself by what you imagine is happening more than what McCormick actually gives you in the narration. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a yeah. This movie was. This movie is just stellar. The movie, the uh, the book is stellar. There's a movie. It's actually an, it's an Indian film. Um, if anybody's interested, it's on Amazon Prime, uh, and it's a little more. Uh, I don't uh, Hollywood. Yeah, even though it's an Indian film, and it's not Bollywood either. But it's um, it's it's I guess it's a little more. It's a little glossy. Uh, it's not as raw. As as this is, and it becomes a little bit more of a uh, movie ending as opposed to the book, which is appropriately a book ending, I think. And I also think appropriately realistic for the situation. And just to remind you that even though this book was written almost 10 years ago, that this the situation is still going on all around the world, including right here at home. That's so, right. That's right. So- it- yeah, which is one of the reasons that I think it, it it can continue to turn. I think is one of the reasons that it really can continue to turn your stomach. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Scott, I think this was a great conversation on on sold. Uh, and where can the people find you if they are interested in hearing your voice without me? <laughs> Why would they ever do that? Uh, it, we're a match set. <laughs> but if but you can find me on Twitter at scottdc27. You can find my me on my own podcast, uh, the DC Film Squadcast, over at Squadcast Media Network. Very good. Well, that was so that was so concise. Well, then, uh, Scott, uh, it's been a pleasure, and I hope to see and hear from you again. You have been listening to Read Up, the podcast where we talk about books intellectually and stuff. You can find Read Up on Twitter at Read Up Podcast and the host at Timothy PG13. Rate and review Read Up on iTunes and listen on any place podcasts can be found. Head over to patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio to support all of your favorite Thought Bubble Audio podcasts. You can find all of the Thought Bubble Audio programs at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. Until next time, have a good read.